Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust proof stainless steel hardware, weather ready teak, and quick dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com/acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com/acast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello everyone, Charles Watts here. Welcome to a Monday edition of Inside Arsenal. I hope you're all well. I hope wherever you're watching or listening to this around the world, you've had a fantastic weekend and you are starting your week well. It's a bit of a quiet day really for Arsenal today. Obviously still over in the United States, ready for their final game of the USA Tour, which will be against Barcelona in a couple of days' time at the SoFi Stadium in LA. We'll talk about that game a little bit. Barcelona's preparation not being ideal for that game. So we'll have a little bit of discussion about that in today's video. We'll start off with a little bit of a talk about Kieran Tierney. He's been speaking about his future um, following the game against Manchester United. He spoke to reporters over in the States. So we'll look at what he had to say. And I've got plenty of your own questions and comments to go through as well. As I said in yesterday's episode, I didn't have enough time to go through some of them. So put a few extra ones in there today to talk about lots of you sort of focusing on that game against Manchester against United and you know what potentially went wrong, what the worrying sides are ahead of the new season, that sort of thing. So we'll get into that discussion as well. Got to talk about Kylian Mbappe as well. Uh, at the time of recording this, it's all breaking right now that a 300 million euro World record bid has gone in from Al Halal to PSG for him. Remarkable wages as well being discussed. So we've got to talk about that as well. Um, but we'll start off with um, Kieran Tierney, shall we? Who I think has been pretty bright so far in his appearances during the tour and in the game against Germany, actually. Uh, in Germany, sorry, against Nuremberg, when I thought he was very bright when he came on as well. He's been speaking to reporters over there from the, in the Arsenal pack about his future following the game against Manchester United. Now, we all know Tierney, you know, his future is very much up in the air. We've all been expecting him probably to go this summer. Newcastle, even a return to Celtic has been talked about. But at the moment, he's still at Arsenal. He's with the squad and he's getting minutes. He might not be starting, but he's getting minutes. And he spoke after the game against United uh, about his future. He said, it's not really up to me. I'm happy. I'm working hard every day and getting minutes. I'm just trying to do as well as I can. No, I have not had any conversations with Arteta. You can't play every single game, every single season, every single year. I don't expect that. And I still made a lot of appearances last year. I was ready every game and working 100%. I think everyone in there would agree with that, that I'd never give less than whether um, than whether I'm playing or not. In the games I did play, I tried to do my best for the team. I came off the bench a lot last season, whether that to see games out or help get a goal. He continued in that interview. He also said he wasn't, he didn't miss a single game for injury last year. 
which I think is easily forgotten. I think whenever you talk about Tierney, it's all like, oh, he's got fitness problems, injury problems. But, you know, he didn't really have them last year. He was available an awful lot of the time. He just didn't play. Mikel Arteta didn't play him or certainly didn't start him anyway. And um, I think his appearances, his performances so far on the trip have certainly got a lot of people talking. And you kind of look at the situation, if Timber's going to play at right back, which we don't know if he's going to play all the time because obviously he's going to be competing with Ben White. So I think Mikel will probably rotate between the pair of them. But when Timber does play and does bring that sort of inverted fullback role to the right-hand side, you kind of look at that and think, well, Tierney could be a very, very good option for Arsenal on the left-hand side there because you're still going to get some whip from one of your fullbacks. Very similar to the way Arsenal play now when Zinchenko plays and plays in that inverted role. Ben White gets on the overlap and provides some real whip down one of the flanks while the other fullback comes into the central area. So if you flip that on its head this season and you have Timber doing that more often than not, you have Tim, you have Tierney on the other side getting down and overlapping. It feels like, certainly from my point of view and from what some of you guys have been saying as well in, in the comments, it just feels like a natural fit, like it could work. But having said that, against Man United, Tommy Asu played at left back. Tierney didn't start against the All Stars. Kivior played at left back. Tierney doesn't didn't start. And I mean, Obviously, it's only pre-season. Mikel Arteta is kind of experimenting a little bit at the moment in terms of what he wants and where he sees players playing. But the fact in the, those two games, we haven't seen Tierney start yet. Mikel was um, favoured to play a centre-back and then a right-back in that left-back role. It just still points to you know, Tierney not really being central part of those plans. And it's really hard to get away from the feeling that he is, you know, he's probably still going to go. But you know, I mean, I, I would be very happy if Kieran Tinney stayed. I think it would make a lot of sense. I think it would give Arsenal a lot of really strong options down that left-hand side. And he's got a really, really strong squad there. But having said that, it's still, as I said, it just feels like the, op- the, the, the more likely option is he probably will go a little bit later in the window. But he's here right now. And let me know what you guys think. And you've all been talking about it. I've seen it all in the comments below that so many of you want Kieran Tinney to stay. And I fully understand that. You know, what a professional he is. He's a fantastic player as well. I've said it before. I think he improves almost every Premier League team he goes into. It's just the fact that at Arsenal, the way that they play and the system that Arteta uses, it just doesn't really fit Tierney. And in this interview, go over, you find it on The Athletic or Football London. Kai Kynak did it as well. All the group reporters who are out there, um, they put it out. Tierney talks about that and trying to sort of learn the inverted role while he's playing and the challenges that he's faces doing there. Some good stuff. So do please head over and find that Kieran Tierney interview. Okay, looking ahead to the Barcelona game, which is, as I said, in LA at the SoFi Stadium uh, in a couple of days' time. Now, Barca were due to be playing, I I think it was Juventus, a couple of days ago in their first game of the tour. And they had to call that game off um, because a lot of the squad fell ill. Now, um, if you see there, watching this on YouTube, they've put out a tweet now encouraging fans to go to the game against Arsenal in LA. basically reassuring everyone that they are now going to be fit and they are going to play that game. It says both teams are in close contact and we both have the utmost confidence that our game will go on as planned. And um, Barcelona put out a statement as well saying the Barcelona first team players affected by the viral gastronitis, gastronitis, I I don't even know what that is. I'm sure some of you doctors out there will be able to tell me what it is, Uh, but I'm not going to try pronouncing that again. Illness, let's just call it illness. Those first team players affected by an illness, uh, which forced the cancellation of the match against Juventus at Levi Stadium, are recovering well. In the last few hours, no new cases have been detected. 
There are two training sessions scheduled for this Monday when the majority of the affected players are expected to work out. The squad will then have another session before the match against Arsenal. The team is eager to make its debut out here in the United States. Barca square off against Arsenal at SoFi Stadium this Wednesday, which is Thursday night UK time overnight, 3.30 a.m. Very, very late one or early one, however you want to look at it. So, yeah, Barcelona are very confident that that game will go ahead. And obviously, they want it to go ahead as well. Loads of fans going for the game, but they also need to step up their preparations. They don't want to miss another game. And Arsenal clearly will want that game to go ahead as long as there's no threat to their players of suddenly this illness being sort of contracted by one of the Arsenal players and then swept around the squad. But I'm pretty sure um, there's going to be no danger of that happening and the game will go ahead. So not ideal preparation for Barca missing that game. Some of their players might be ill. Um, could be a good opportunity for Arsenal if you want to sort of look at it that way. Take advantage of that and uh, try and get a decent win, get confidence up a little bit after that Manchester United game. Uh, so any yeah, any further updates on that, I will of course bring you up. But by the looks of it at the moment, Barcelona versus Arsenal will go ahead despite the illness in the Barca camp. Okay, before I get onto your questions and comments, we've got to talk about this because it's such a monumental thing, monumental moment potentially for football. Um, and that is that Kylian Mbappe, who, of course, we know is in this big dispute with PSG at the moment. He's not going to sign his new contract that's on the table for him. He says he'll stay and wants to stay and then he'll go at the end of next year on a free. PSG obviously don't want that. They want to sell and get some money. And now it's all a very big drama. He was left out of the squad for the uh, preseason tour. And now Al Halal from Saudi Arabia are offering 300 million euro transfer fees, about 240 million pounds world record fee. In addition to this, they are prepared to offer Mbappe a salary package, according to James Bench, who I had on this channel from CBS, a salary package of 700 million euros over one year, after which he would be free to depart for Real Madrid, should he so wish. Now, what we don't know there, I'm guessing there would obviously be a transfer fee involved there. They wouldn't just let him go away for free, because it's basically one, that would be one billion pounds all in, or 1 billion euros, sorry, all in for a one-year loan deal. And, you know, obviously the Saudi clubs, the state, the sort of PIF-owned Saudi clubs are, um, have got un basically unlimited finances, as we're seeing by these these offers. But even they, they couldn't just let Kylian Mbappe walk away for free and pay him 1 billion euros for a year and then let him go to Madrid. So I'm sure there would be some sort of transfer fee. It wouldn't just be a one-year contract when, when he'd then be a free transfer. More and more of that is going to filter through because, as I said, this is all just breaking at the time of me recording this video. Jason Burton there from The Telegraph. Um, if you're watching us on YouTube, you can see the tweet on the screen saying that Paris Saint-Germain have now given permission to Al Halal to speak to Kylian Mbappe after receiving that world record 300 million euro offer i mean the figures are remarkable when you factor in the wages i saw someone saying it's about i think it's about five euros a second or something um that he'd be earning over there which is just mind-boggling money i mean there's there's mad money in football and then there's this and you know what this is going to do to the market i mean I, i'm a lot of you know, i can fully understand a lot of people look at this and say well look, premier league clubs have been doing this and been blowing teams out of the water for a long, long time. And that's true. And the Premier League clubs have absolutely distorted the market for everyone. Um, and so this is something the Premier League are going to have, have to now sort of deal with and cope with. And the Saudis have got this money. They're going for it. They're signing all these players. They're spending all this money. And, it, you know, it's going to be interesting for see how the Premier League reacts and how world football reacts, how long this goes on for. You know, what sort of, will there be some sort of 
financial constraints put on this after a while you would expect there would because even though the Premier League have obviously got a lot of money loads of money there are financial constraints they have to work within in terms of FFP and UEFA rules and and Premier League rules and you know will this happen for the Saudi clubs we'll have to wait and see I mean this is such a massive monumental offer whether Kylian Mbappe accepts it we'll have to wait and see but I've had lots of questions for people saying why aren't Arsenal you know going for Kylian Mbappe why is it um, you know, responding to me saying it was never going to happen. Then why why can't it happen? You know, why can't we be ambitious? You know, there's ambitious and there's this. This is the sort of finances involved it's going to take to get Kylian Mbappe. This is why Arsenal aren't going to be in and around the running for someone like him at the moment. You know, Arsenal spending big. They have spent big and they're spending big wages, but nothing that compare, can compare to this. And um, yeah, it's remarkable. It really is remarkable. And it's going to, sure, the next 24 hours or so, it's going to rumble on, you know, whether we're going to see if Kylian Mbappe has any interest in, in it. Will he go and talk to El Halal to see what they've got to offer? Can they put, you know, can they tempt him? We've all thought he's just going to end up at Madrid and it's just a foregone conclusion, only a matter of time. Can they convince him to come? Could they keep him for longer? Could they, you know, sort of turn his head away from Madrid? We'll have to wait and see. But what a remarkable football story this is. Let me know what you guys think about it in the comments below. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad. And I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Okay, let's move on to some of your questions and your, your comments, shall we? We've got quite a few reacting to what happened against Manchester United, so we'll go through some of these. Here's one here on the screen now. If you're watching this, you can see it. it says, errors were the difference. We need to sell dodgy Eddie. Or not dodgy. I don't know why I just said dodgy there. I thought I saw that word. Sorry, Eddie. We need to sell Eddie. He is not good enough. I would have liked us to be physical as well. You'll find that opponents would think twice if they got roughed up a little bit. All great sides need to be physical. Look at our invincible team. Anyways, on to the next game. Um, yeah, lots of you sort of getting in touch and talking about Eddie in the comments and that, um, you know, not happy with the fact he's playing at the moment over Balogun when he is playing, the sort of impact he's making, the chance he's missing. He, of course, missed a good chance in the second half against Manchester United. I think, you know, no, I think Eddie's a good player. I think he's under a lot of pressure right now, A, because of what's going on with Balogun and B, because he didn't finish the season so great last season. He will know he's under a lot of pressure and he needs to perform. Um, Mikel's giving him minutes. He's trying to get his confidence up. It's not happening yet. Um, but I agree where you say their errors were the difference. I think they were, you know, had Arsenal not conceded that first goal, if they'd have scored the first goal when Gabriel Martinelli missed that big double chance early on when it was a nil-nil, I think they go on and win that game, but they didn't. And then they had 
had a big couple of big, big errors at the other end and ended up losing it. And I think that ultimately was the difference. So I agree when you say about being physical and, you know, Manchester City, I thought towards the end of last season, they went very physical. They went very strong, direct, physical, and it really won the league for them, I think. And something Arsenal are going to have to work on. I mean, I think this comment here from Kyo says, I think we missed Xhaka against Man United. And I think Arsenal did miss Xhaka. I think they're going to miss Granite Xhaka. Um, you know, I've said it before, he is going to be a big miss on and off the pitch. Off the pitch, he was such a huge influence. He was a leader. He was someone that everyone looked towards. And on the pitch, you know, he, he certainly performed very, very well last season. But again, he was that leader on the pitch. And he was the guy, when it needed to be physical, would stand up, would go and get in someone's face, would make a tackle, would do something. And Arsenal aren't going to have that now. And, you know, they're going to have to fill that void one way or the other. I think Declan Rice can certainly do that. I think he's a physical player. And I think he's, you know, absolutely used to it in the Premier League um, but he's going to need to find his feet he's going to need to feel confident about himself and I think Jacker is going to be a big big miss certainly for the first six months and it's going to take a lot of adjusting to get used to life without Granite because he was such a huge influence and I think we saw that against Manchester United and I think we will see it over the, the first few weeks in terms of on the pitch and off it as well. Uh, Dwayne here says midfield is the least plug and play area on the pitch. So having two thirds of it being new means it was always going to be a bit rough at the beginning. The quality is there, though. They will be fine. I do agree with this um, as well. And I think, yeah, midfield, especially if you take two really key players out of it, which at the moment Arsenal have done, you know, whether that stays the same, we'll have to wait and see because you can always just put Thomas Partey back as a number six and then you've only lost one of the midfield three. And that's Granit Xhaka. If you've got Thomas Partey playing there, you can play Declan Rice in the Granite Xhaka role. Um, you know, it doesn't have to be Havertz. And if you do that, I think that's a really strong option that Mikel Arteta has. And it also limits that damage of losing two key players in midfield in one big hit. Um, and then you can bed Kai Havertz into the team. You don't throw him straight into it. You can He can get used to his two teammates. He can get used to playing that position. Let's, let's face it, he hasn't played really before, certainly for a long, long time. So I think that having playing party... Rice and Odegaard, I think it's a very appealing option and it'll be very intriguing as the pre-season goes on, as we get closer to the first game of the season, if that is something that Mikel Arteta starts to shift towards. You see here from Marco, he says, Arteta's trying to be too clever in my opinion. Party has to start as many games as possible. Forget the friendlies, get him properly fit and ready to go for the first game of the season. And yeah, we've got to remember this was, um, yeah, Party joined up with a squad late uh, for the US, so he was a little bit behind. He wasn't. He did, there's a fair few sessions that he didn't do, um, and so Arsenal need to make sure his fitness is right up there. This one from Mr. Pleasurehead says, I wouldn't be surprised at all if our starting 11 for the first match is exactly the same as our best 11 last season, except Granite, of course. Mikel is no mug. You don't change three or four players and expect it to be instantly gelled. These games are about exploring options. When the season starts, new players will be gradually introduced, I think. And I think it's a really good comment. See, at the moment, we're seeing Mikel trying different things in these games. We went with the three of Rice, Havertz and Odegaard against United. Didn't do that against All-Stars. It'll be interesting to see what he does against Barcelona in a couple of games' time. Will he try something else differently? Of course, you've got Timber, who started against United as well. Ben White didn't start. Will he come back into the side? Um, and I agree. It wouldn't surprise me at all if that first game against Forest, we go back to a more sort of tried and tested as I've spoken about, and that gives you time to bed in everyone else and get them to adjust really to the team. Have Party as a six, have Rice just ahead of them with Odegaard, and um, that really could well be the only change going into the Premier League games. And that just gives everyone a little bit more time 
to get uh, used to their new surroundings. So it'll be very interesting if that is the case. Okay, before I end, here's one from um, uh, Dr. Wagyu, I think it looks like. It says, hi, Charles, any news on Charlie Patino? Of course, yeah, it's gone, you know, it's been, we've been all kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with Charlie this summer um, after it was kind of revealed earlier on uh, towards the end of last season that he was, you know, Arsenal were probably going to let him go on a permanent transfer. Things are sort of going on with Charlie at the moment. So I'm talking to some people around the club, at the club, on him. Um as far as I'm aware, sort of all options are open when it comes to Charlie Patino, and that includes a loan now, whereas not long ago, it looked like it was probably going to be a permanent deal for Charlie, according to people that I spoke to at the club, um, that there is, you know, all options are on the table. It could be permanent, but it could be a loan for Charlie and that things are sort of beginning to move with him. So we'll see what happens. If it is a loan, obviously, then he's, you know, he'll only have a year left of his contract at the end of next season. So there is that um, to consider. But um, yeah, we shall wait and see with Charlie. But as far as I'm aware, that all options are open now with Charlie. And it's definitely not a foregone conclusion that it's just going to be a permanent. It will be a permanent transfer this summer. And there is a chance that it could be a loan. He could still be with the club and things will be reassessed again at the end of next season. So watch this space, Charlie Patino and his future. All right, that is it for me. Thank you very much, everyone, for watching or listening. Do have a very good start or end to your Monday, depending on what time you've watched this and anything you've agreed with or disagreed with. Please do let me know in the comments below if you're watching this on YouTube. and I'll try and get you included in the show over the coming days. Have a great day, everyone. I'll speak to you soon. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 